When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the one and only T-Quest. You are tuned into the T-Quest show, relatable, informative, yet entertaining. Special shout out to all my listeners, especially the new ones, which means as a promoter, I've been doing my job or someone was smart enough to tell you about my show. If you haven't already, make sure at the end of the show, you follow me on all social media platforms at T-Quest GLM. Also, remember to sign up for my mailing list on my website, gotalummyworld.com. Make sure you download that TQuest mobile app in your Google Play Store and your App Store. And if you need my voice for anything or any of my services, make sure you email me at tquestglm at gmail.com. Now that I took advantage of my own platform, it's time for me to share it with my guests. Today, we're going to be interviewing a phenomenal female group that I've been secretly watching for over the years and have admired and appreciate all the hard work that they put in this industry. Now it's time for you guys to get introduced to them if you don't know them already. And as my job as a tastemaker in this industry, it is up to me to let you guys know who are the phenomenal artists out there that you should be taking advantage of listening to their music, streaming their music, support what they do, and get to know them inside and outside the music industry. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce to you the Mako Girls. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing today? We're good. How are you? <laughs> I am absolutely amazing. I'm so excited to have you guys up here today. Thank you for having us. We're excited too. All right. So I just want to jump right in. Even though we have a whole entire hour all about you, I like Mm -hmm. um, the guests to take a chance to tell the people who may not know who they are, where they're from, and what got them started in the industry. Yes. So what's up, y'all? It's your girl. I'm a nine. Yo, it's Kena. And my crew comes in and we're turning up the crowd. The neighbors at the door because the music's getting loud. We can party all night, dancing in the spotlight. And I'm going to show my friends how to have a good time. And we're the Mako Girls. We're an Atlanta-based girl group. We sing, dance, and rap. And we're sisters as well. We also make hip-hop and R&B music. Hip-hop and pop music that everybody can turn up to. And we started out um, just dancing at, like, shows where with our cousins at different places. That kind of got us started into, like, wanting to entertain people. And then it started to, like, our aspire for being musicians and artists sparked from mindless behavior watching their documentary we saw everything they went through and we was like we oh, just yeah, love music and we wanted to just go for it so that's kind of how we got started <laughs> beautiful beautiful for all those who don't know are you guys sisters or friends that grew up together we are sisters, sisters all two years apart so that's probably why we're so in sync all the time <laughs> it's kind of like triplets right yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, did you guys collectively start together, or was it like the first, the older two, and then the youngest came in? You know, kind of like the Jackson Four became the Jackson Five once Michael got involved. Um, for us, it was a little different. We all actually started the, together yeah, um, with our cousins. Yeah, and then um, we realized that we wanted to pursue music and take it more seriously. So um, mm-hmm. it would just became us three because at first it was just like us and our It was cousin. like five of us at yeah. first. It was like six. Six of us yeah. just dancing at first. And then they're getting older. They were going to college and stuff. We wanted to still pursue music. So we started to do it with just the three of us. And I has always been like the beast at like nine, ten. So she was always <laughs> in it the whole time. And we all just was had that love for music. And we all to pitched perform. in and helped look for like vocal um, vocal trainers. That's how we found like Mr. James Slaughter yeah. and Marvin Guys, We found them. We started working with them. And from then on out, we just continuously worked with them ever since. Okay. Okay. Now, since you guys are younger artists, um, what were some of the challenges versus being an entertainer and just being a kid that you guys had to face? Uh, oh. Sacrificing a lot of time when it comes to like business and like friends, because you're going to sacrifice a lot of time with friends sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, but we try to get a handle on it and try to like schedule it out. So, if we have one performance one day, we can hang out with our friends another day or the next week, hopefully. 
or even if it's not even just with friends, family as well, because our parents are managers. So it's kind of like business is always happening like all the time. It's yeah. no break. And I think that was a challenge for us because we didn't know how to separate, you know, the time because it was always like we were always moving. It was always something going. So we always had something to focus on or work on. And since we work together, like the whole family, you know, all the time, that was the conversation. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's like one thing struggling with getting older or you know growing up just doing it together and um i don't think school was ever a problem for us the teachers understood or you know Mm -hmm. was on our stuff enough where they didn't care why we wasn't at school so we were good on that end and i think it was really just family and friends just like being able to balance it Mm -hmm. so did you go to public private or were you homeschooled um both yeah (laughs) so when we were um we first started we were in school um but then around when i was like in the seventh grade me was in the ninth and kim was in 11th we switched to homeschool and we did a lot while we were homeschool but uh kina wanted to graduate like i wanted to graduate and it was a struggle doing homeschool because the work was not fun was piling up and you did not break when the work was piling up so i was Mm -hmm. like i like um, private, like, well, I like public school a little better yeah. than homeschool because you get all. to digest it. <laughs> oh, more homeschool, except for a night. Yeah, I was, wanted to go back. To she was done with school it. like a week before, but we were like, no, we're going back. It kind of made us more like we miss socializing, right? That <laughs> like we miss everything about going to school, and then like the workload stops when you're not going to school, so you get that break when mm-hmm. everyone breaks we were still doing school work so we was like "Mm, we're gonna go back (laughs) i guess that's what some kids are experiencing now about the whole homeschooling (laughs) (laughs) absolutely and just because you're home does not mean the work stops neither you know you don't really have that break so my thing is being such young entertainers and from the now the musical capital of the industry, have there been any celebrity stuff that you've met or got introduced to, or even had the opportunity to perform with? Oh, oh. we've been around a lot yeah. of celebrities. I would say ours is more so like this new era teen type of artist, but we've been able to perform for one of the men. Well, we was rehearsing and we actually got to perform a little bit of one of the songs we was working on for, um, one of the members from Brown um, Brownstones, and we also got to meet like Ray Schremer and when they first came out, because our for her baby shower, um, and wow. like, mindless behavior, the new, well, the, yeah, Kiki Palmer, the new mindless behavior group. We and, actually opened up for them for the yeah. new um, album. It was actually really cool. Yeah, because they was the ones who inspired us, and then we got to open up for them. We thought it was really cool. Um, we run into a lot of people because we are always in like different places where we see them or maybe like with Kina and I, we was a part of a program, um, the 411 brand where we got to go to Luda Day weekend and actually experience every event there because yeah. he invited us to the event. So we got to meet Ludacris and we got to like talk to different people. Meet his mom and meet other celebrities. Yeah, well. strong women in the industry. So mm-hmm. it was like, I think we just make sure we're in, like, the right places to meet the people who we should. They, we just want them to know the name. And that's yeah. kind of how we move and how people see us and seeing different celebrities in Atlanta. Okay, okay. So, my question now is, who are your ultimate celebrities that you'll be honoring and exciting to meet? I feel like everybody's always going to be like Beyonce with that. <laughs> <laughs> Beyonce is a great like performer overall. Yeah. We want to have that like longevity that she's like she don't even have to really work. Like she's good. She has so many hits to last her forever. Like mm-hmm. that's kind of how we want to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say like Melanie Martinez and Halsey. I would love okay. to see those two. Mm-hmm. I love their music. I really truly love their music. Or Billie Eilish. Oh yeah, yes, Billie Eilish definitely. Um, there's this boy group. Yes, I'll, it'll be so awesome to like just to see them. It's so many we could name, but like, yeah, those are, those are people we like are looking up to right now based on like their mm-hmm. fan work ethic. So, like, being around them would be like amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, Ariana Grande. Yeah. Um, who I was gonna say one more. What was I gonna say? Who was it? Okay. Either Nicki Minaj or like Rihanna, because those are people who we like looked at like based on their music. Mm-hmm. They were just 
good with it and they they yeah. like have those strong fan bases that ride with them like forever we want that <laughs> absolutely i think we all would want that so i'm curious um being um entertainers right when you actually get a moment of downtime mm -hmm. are you just like you know i just want to sleep <laughs> i don't yeah. want to do nothing <laughs> or yeah. certain things that you guys actually like doing in your downtime uh sleep <laughs> For me, uh, I like to play video games. Like, I have a PS4, I have an Xbox One. Keen is actually using it right yes. now because <laughs> I like to play video games. And every now and then, I like to, like, read, like, comic books or manga. Like, I, I, love, I love reading. And I just, like, binge listen to, like, classical music and just, like, lay down and just be vibing on the floor. Like, that's what I do. <laughs> uh, I would say for me, I would like to watch anime sometimes. I'll read mm -hmm. manga I have it. Uh, play games with my friends. We'll play the Xbox and uh, what else? I'll listen to my vinyls and like do something really artsy because I have I'm like as many vinyls that I like as much as I can. Mm -hmm. so I got a few mm -hmm. vinyls that I'll put on the record player and listen to that while I'm either cleaning my room or playing around doing something. I think for me it's YouTube. I'm always on YouTube watching videos. Um, <laughs> I phone all the time or mm -hmm. I like and go do stuff but yeah. i know like right now with things going on like we can't really do much but i used to love going out we just go do anything that was fun for me on any downtime that i had and then mm -hmm. hanging out with like family and you know just being around people because our house is always full i just love when people come over so just hanging out with people was good for me like for my downtime just even like now yeah. with all this time stuff going on um Right, what we do now, Mimi and I, we always like play either badminton or like volleyball outside. We just yeah, outside. we're always outside, outside now. Yeah. Oh, okay. What is that? It's this game. It's like it's like tennis, but not tennis. Like, I guess it's uh yeah. It's a ball. You get like a little bird, like a little cone. It's like, like a home version of tennis. Like yeah. if you could go to Walmart and get it and put it in your backyard. Type but like you can't let the bird hit the ground. Like you gotta let it. Uh, you gotta keep it. You gotta keep it up in the air. Yeah. yeah. It's we've been playing forever. I don't even know how they found out about our pairs, but we've been playing it forever. Yeah. Okay. I think I've heard of it before. I just never actually played it. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm, at all so i'm good at that and i think anybody who just wants to play something that they will be pretty good at that game okay okay i'm definitely gonna look into it so <laughs> my, <laughs> i'm very curious yes you guys are sisters right mm -hmm. and then you're a girl group and you know you hear all the cliches so yeah. do, you guys, <laughs> do you guys ever get into like cat fights, bicker and argue like normal sisters would and normal females would in a girl group or you guys have been so trained that it's practically never happens um uh, for us barely happens the only thing that we do kind of argue over is like who took my clothes who took the charger who didn't walk the dog who didn't it's do like the sister dishes. stuff <laughs> group things yeah. i don't think we really ever have arguments about that but it's and like if it is it's like the move is this like you got to go to the left not to the right or just like simple things like that and i don't like to be wrong so we're gonna go back and forth <laughs> because i wanted to be right that it was this way and then we pulled the video, video footage of how the practice went then i'm wrong and then i'm like whatever <laughs> so oh yeah the sister bakers but you know that's normal for siblings we have that but nothing major ever is like little stuff Okay, so I'm yeah. curious since you say you're um always right, you're the middle child. Uh, yeah, because it's like four, but so it's a nine and I in the middle. middle. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, and now I'm curious too. What is your sign? Oh, I'm an Aquarius. Leo, Cancer. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm not really into astrology, but I noticed a lot of people ask that question. Yeah. <laughs> All the time. When we go live on TikTok. Uh, that is the argument. That would be the whole debate, like for a good thirty minutes of the live. Everybody just what? putting their sign. Cancer gay, Leo gay. I'm just like, sorry. <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't look into it. Just sometimes you say something, they'd be like, "What's your sign?" Yeah. Like, Why? <laughs> Oh, like Leos are so like aggressive and like they have an attitude or whatever. Like that is her. It's not like we're 
completely like some people know like everything, everything down like, to a sign like we just know like enough to like be, the like, moon faces and stuff we don't know all of that we, we just, just be like, like oh okay i know you're fine like we know the basics and that's mm-hmm. about it we don't go too deep into it okay yeah. i don't either and i don't want to complicated. they'd be like oh it makes sense because you're this down the third i'm like or i could just be human but yeah. <laughs> i think it's super funny so i'm curious right mm-hmm. i'm i'm taking that you guys notice a little bit but when it comes to this music industry and evolving you know there's a different type of groups that are out there now and artists yeah what do you personally feel about where the state of music is right now? As of now, I feel like when you said it evolved, I automatically thought about when we first started and like having 5,000 followers, was you making it? And now it's like, you need to have almost a million or something to even be, you know, recognized by somebody. I think nowadays, like it's, like of course everybody's always focused about the business aspect of it but i think it's more so about like numbers and not really about you having the talent talent. like you have to work twice as hard if you have a talent and you're working like organically for your you know there are people out there who are working really hard and getting their followers like organically but i feel like nowadays they don't really care to work unless you have the numbers and you have the audience yeah, it's a you got the upper hand, and yeah. I feel like uh, with the artists in the industry nowadays, it's like more females that are actually um, yeah making it big. So it's like really cool. A See, lot of inspiration, like yeah, we went yeah. in like y'all, y'all can't mess with us. No, but it's a lot of women in the uh, music industry now. I think like Lizzo, like sharing like spreading body positivity. Yeah, and a whole bunch of other different artists like. Kind of like standing up for themselves and standing their ground on where they stand with mm-hmm. themselves. I think that's true. And um, let's see what else. Because I notice a lot. I know like yeah. now, like before when we first started, like everybody was worried about getting that copy, that CD. Like they wanted to be signed yeah. and you know to take mm-hmm. it home. With those girls. And now it's like, I want a T-shirt. I just want a T-shirt. I want to yeah. download it on SoundCloud or I'm gonna find it on TikTok or it's like. This generation now also with music, like everything kind of makes it if it is like a dance to it or like a TikTok or something like you kind of know you made it when you get in, when you got into that point yeah. where people are like dancing to your music and like making up routines. So mm-hmm. I've evolved like a whole lot because of social media. Like that's yeah. the way people find people now. Like it's mm-hmm. so from when we even first started like that either be a meme or you can be like a dance person yeah like you you don't even know nowadays it's so like way like easier and harder to find people yeah you're absolutely right and i'm just curious because like you said starting in this climate to this one when we was signing cds and now it's like a what some people don't even know what a cd is you know what i'm saying (laughs) like they never had this like you know we were younger we had like mindless behavior omg girls like all of them to fan CDs, over yeah, CDs. CDs, like michael jackson all the great people like we have like a whole collection there's like a bin like, like there's so many people CDs. that you fan girl or fan like go crazy for and now like they don't really have that now like they don't have a toc a destiny's child like they don't have nothing like that in this generation that yeah. i've noticed so i was like we have to be that for them so they can experience like a girl group experience going crazy for like, you know, a group. They don't have that anymore. And I think that's definitely like the generation beneath us should definitely experience because it does really shape you too. like yeah. seeing those type of people come up and how they work together, like all that. We've always been looking at that since we was growing up. Absolutely. Because technically, age-wise, you're considered mm-hmm. your generation, but experience-wise, you're part of my generation because right. of the group and industry, you know? So yeah. I'm just like, um, I tell people when it comes to the business, streaming is easier, meaning we don't have to invest in getting the CDs, the covers, and all that stuff. I right? did like, go stream it. But right. when you monetize, I'm like, I appreciate getting my quick $10 from my CDs instead right. of waiting <laughs> for streaming to come in. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, when we was going to shows, we would pass out. We would have CDs to pass out, like, to people when we was first starting. And then we started getting tables at events and starting to sell CDs and stuff. And then sell, like, bands and stuff like that. But now, you know, they're like, oh, we're just going to go stream it, yeah. you know? Like, mm -hmm. I'm okay with that, too. Like, I love all support in all ways, but, like, you know, that that one thing. It's nothing like that. Like, you've it's been practicing like a signature. signature. Yes. You can like, put in your room and just be like, they signed that for me. Yeah. Like, Work so hard. Like, they stream that for me. Like you can't do that with like <laughs> with, uh, stuff on iTunes and other platforms. That's like, like you worked yeah, on your yeah, autograph. Your signature, getting it already. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if people still um put like posters on the walls. <laughs> oh, Remember? <I> don't... <laughs> well, we probably still with that other generation. So like, mm -hmm. I don't know. They should do that though. Wait, do you guys still have posters on your walls? Yeah. yeah, I have them up favorite uh, K-pop groups. Over wow. Yeah, I know like Ray Trimmer, when we met them, they signed a poster. So I have that up there. Like Same. the YouTubers that I watch, they did a tour and they signed a poster. So like that's on my wall. Our posters on my, like, I put Okay. Posters. Okay, yeah. I was about to ask you, I know you guys got your own posters, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe I got to check into that and get in some posters. I'm like, do people still do that? I'm just so lost because things is changing so fast. You know, they're changing so fast. Like you said, they're not going to get the opportunity to sit there and have you sign a CD and they hold it up in the picture and all of that. CD is not 100% gone, but now the laptops don't even have the capability of playing CDs anymore. So it's it's getting crazy out there. But the one thing I did notice is even though that is changing, the way people perform is changing, the, the industry is getting saturated with so many new artists. Like, I can't keep up. They'd be like, you heard of so-and-so. I'd be like, Who? yeah. <laughs> who is that like when did they come out yesterday i'm like no they yeah. just <laughs> i don't know who these people are and it made me seem like i'm old and outdated but like you said it's easier now and anybody can be a music artist right you know? but then there's artists like you guys that a lot of us tastemakers in the industry we genuinely appreciate you why because you guys show professionalism you know yeah. You guys have structure. You can tell you um, took the time to really go through artist development. A lot of artists today don't even know what that is. They think just jumping on a stage and the crowd go with you, that means you made it and you got it. And we're like, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> more to it. And we like to like stress that to some people. Like with us, we do do artist development. Like the rehearsals are important. But as like, we know people who just go on stage they don't rehearse no nothing like i know we do a lot so i know it's like three of us you gotta rehearse but like nobody really like takes that time as much anymore to really like work on their craft like, mm -hmm. yeah like we don't even use we only reason like lately we've been using tracks with our words in it is because like we just recorded it we wanted mm -hmm. to see how people like it but every other track or show mix that we have is literally just the chorus and maybe some background vocals, but that's mm -hmm. everything else is out there. Like we even done it when there was no vocals on the track at all, and like just performed the whole thing because we really wanted to perform the song. So <laughs> like, do it, but they don't do that anymore. So mm -hmm. it's a lot more now to like stand out. Like you have to be like literally on point. Like don't miss nothing to stand mm -hmm. out. Absolutely, because. Their mindset is if the crowd is rocking with me, the rest of that stuff don't matter. I'm like, no, it matters. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but like when it gets bigger and people want to see you more, it's gonna matter soon. Like you mm -hmm. might be getting by right now, but like as it if you continue to grow and people want to see you more, like you gotta get put in a position where you gonna have to do it, you know. End with, up doing it regardless. Yeah, so you <laughs> might as well prepare yourself because mm -hmm. what they don't realize is a lot of the mainstream artists even the rappers and stuff they still gotta go through rehearsals for their concerts and their tours you know and i'm like you should be getting used to this now but like i said if social media is making it so easy like look long as you got massive followers online you're fine long as the crowd is jumping up and down with you you're fine i'm like no but if you really trying to have longevity in this industry 
Yeah. But a lot of things you have to have important. I joked around with someone. I was like, yeah, we should do a concert together. He was like, yeah. I'm like, you could be my opening act. He was like, no, you'll be my opening act. I said, why? He said, because I got more SoundCloud followers than you. I'm like, SoundCloud? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But what about the numbers you can actually bring in the building? Okay. Yeah. That's the, the numbers that matter. Very true. But they, I, they don't get that. They are still growing. And like when we was doing our third annual Carnival Glow Party, we might have had what? Like 400 or something? No, we might have like 7,000, maybe almost 10,000 followers. But like when we pack a building, it's almost 500 people. Like mm -hmm. we actually, even though our numbers, we do, a, like even though our numbers are still growing slowly, but when we do an event, people like actually want to come out and come mm -hmm. support like that. And that matters. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what I wanted to talk about. Tell me about um your was it called Glow Party? Yeah, yes. Carnival Glow Party. Carnival Glow Party. Tell me how that actually got started and who came up with that concept and ideal. So originally it was like our introduction to the music industry to let them know, like, hey, we're here in Atlanta. And then after a while, we're like, you know what? We want to do it again. And we're gonna do it, it next year. Yeah. So we decided next year we were gonna bring like different artists to, to make it a youth and teen platform because there isn't many uh platforms for um, young artists to come up. So we definitely we made our carnival golf party that kind of platform for them to showcase their talent we handpicked the people who Ourselves. are going to be uh, performing on that platform and the concept of the glow party one day um we were trying to figure out how to like have like oh uh, what is it was we're trying to go like a theme or like kind of a concept, concept for the party glow party so one day we just got printed out a bunch of papers placed it like on our desk when we were like in middle school and we were like oh what, what kind of uh concert or party would you go to would you go to the glow in the dark party this um there i forgot the other options but like glow party was definitely like, like the, one the number was, one thing yeah for everybody and then carnival because we our grandparents are from trinidad so we ended up like grabbing the culture and we add like a set like a dedicated set show for that for culture that, as well yeah so we want people to not be confused by it like carnival, carnival. isn't the like not the circus carnival, yeah but like the caribbean, the caribbean carnival mm -hmm. okay. we want to we want to make this event like an event where everybody can go to because we used to have parties at home all the time and all parents like the parents would come the kids don't want to go home so like we wanted to do that and make that event like where everybody can come. Like some people get it confused and think it's just a girl thing yeah. or maybe like just for young kids, but no, literally mm -hmm. for everybody. We try to accommodate for everybody and have something for everybody to enjoy while they're there. Yeah. And we have at least maybe five or six artists that perform before we do. Mm -hmm. and they just open up the show. We get them interviews with different internet radio stations. You know, mm -hmm. we wanted to expand it more to where they get to see how it feels to be on like a big like platform with the lights and everything. Red carpet. Red carpet. We want to make it yeah, an experience. Mm -hmm. Like a, what is it? Um, what is that? Uh, not B, well like BT, but it's also- um, Like Kid Chris Award, Award and stuff with the slime and everything. You said what? Like Kid Choice Award when they be having like the slime and the colors and um somewhat like kind of like I guess birthday bash in Atlanta oh. like, big event that Atlanta knows about and they always come out they kind of prepare for it and make sure that they got their tickets and they're ready to go yeah kind of like that birthday bash you said what what's birthday bash oh, oh. it's any um is it B I think it's V one is it V one hundred three or hot one ninety seven Oh, okay. Hot 97. Um, wait. 97? 97.5. Birthday Bash? 107.9. I'm sorry, because they all have their own events. So mm -hmm. 107 have this event every summer where they bring out, like, major artists to come perform. It's kind of, I think it's, like, their anniversary to the, um, to the radio station. And mm -hmm. they have artists come perform. They have different events happen while like that whole weekend or that whole day so we kind of wanted to be big like that because that's kind of big here in atlanta so we wanted to make it like that okay okay so your event you said you've had three of them so far we've I had six, six. Well, no, five. this one was actually canceled so yeah five oh, you should have did a zoom one <laughs> there's a lot going on in the zoom I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, you highlight each person's supposed to be performing, you know, and just, just yeah. even if you just did it and just see who show up, I think that would have been kind of dope. 
Yeah. You know, just do like a Q&A with your fans, have some of your music, and they just vibe, and you see them dancing to it. That definitely, yeah. oh, sorry, that's well, my- <laughs> I wanted to do like a little jam session or concert a little bit on our like lives and stuff, so they yeah. can see like, the performance part of it. Mm-hmm. So we thought about doing that to like get people in and like, oh, okay, they're still performing. Like they left us just because the glow party. <laughs> we normally, we want to do that for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. We saw something from the Mako Girls. So I'm curious. Once it actually came to life, right? And mm-hmm. you walked into the doors for the first one, what was that feeling like? Oh, nervous. Oh, it was terrible. Ooh. First ball party. party. I was so uh. nervous. I had my tag still on my skirt. That's all I was doing. <laughs> so, oh, so, I was I was terrified. I, I was more scared that there was going to be, like, nobody Body in there oh, because yeah. that would be embarrassing. Because that's what, like, we would hand out flyers, and this will happen sometimes. We will hand out flyers and stuff like, hey, make sure you come out to the event. And they're like, okay, we'll come. And then you don't see them. You're like, or no. you'll see them in the hallway. Like, this is when we first started, so our feelings was getting a little crushed. Like, when we see them everywhere, like, uh, like, no. But I think I was just nervous to see, like, how many people were going to actually out. show yeah. and how it was going to look in the end. And what it looked like in the venue. Because, like, when we uh, we set up the whole thing by ourselves. and With the managers. And, and we never, staff. like, see yeah. the, like, the final product until we get there. Because we'll be there for, like, part one of the preparations. And mm-hmm. it's still kind of rough. And then we're just like, oh, we didn't finish. How's it going to look when we get there? But, and even stressing about the show. Yeah, like, yeah, okay, yes. don't mess up. You can't mess up. You got you to be turn right and not left. Yeah, those little notes you try to remember before you hit the stage. Make sure you're hydrated. And then after we're done with the show, we still don't get a chance to get into the event because we're taking pictures. Mm-hmm. And, the, yeah. and then after that, we just clean up. We clean <laughs> up, pack up everything. <laughs> That's the worst part about being the um, entertainer or the promoter or the event planner. Like You don't always get a chance to enjoy the event. Yeah, you know, but to see the faces of your um your fans to see how much they enjoy, I'm like, okay, I guess it balances out. But yeah. at the same time, you know, we want to enjoy it too. I'm still trying to figure out a way to do it where you can take all your pictures and interviews ahead of time, then go back in for a good hour just to turn up with your people's, not yeah. getting interrupted. But you know, maybe know. one day we'll figure it out get a, a little upset because we always we always pick the artists but we never get to see them before yeah. like ever we'd be like oh i'm pretty sure you did great we're gonna look at the video like when we get back home because we have somebody recording the whole thing so we see mm-hmm. it now. we never see them live because we're always getting ready except for like our fifth annual carnival golf party because there was a room like in oh yeah, the, yeah. Um, venue there was a room at the top where you can see like yeah. what's going up, uh, at the bottom, so if we were just like looking, and we're like, "Oh my god, they're performing!" They're like, so the, good. That was the first time we like out. saw uh, the people at the go party perform, but it was just like a little window. Like, yeah, because all of us gonna be in there at the same time. Like, take one at a time, then move. Like, it was. Or, was I think they need to start coming up with um, venues where the backstage and the green room is literally not backstage, but in the front up top. So you could be checking out what's going on. And then when it comes time for you to perform, you just go down, go over, go around, <laughs> go do your thing. Or you we need where you can see, yeah, you know, how they be filming the whole thing and it'll be on the TV where you are so you can still see it. Something. Somebody's going to have to figure it out. So, yes, you guys have been together, of course, because you're sisters and you've been training to be the ultimate superstars that you are today. But how many years exactly have you guys became the Mako Girls, like, to the world? Yeah, for the world to know Mako Girls, it was six six, six years. Yeah. Um, This year will be, what, seven, seven years? Yeah. Okay. okay. And how many projects have you guys done so far? So far, we've only released an EP, and we've yeah, released, so like, three, not four, four, singles. four singles, EP, I believe. Four singles. Yeah. yeah. And, and we're actually, working on... It might be, it's actually six singles right now. And then mm-hmm. we have an album oh, yeah. that we're going to be releasing this year, so... And then we got videos that's out on our YouTube channel, so mm-hmm. we got, got a couple things so far. Yeah. The first couple of years when we were, like, starting, we we're getting used to writing and, like, getting the mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah, so, or um, even wanting to know what our sound was going to yeah, be like, yeah, because yeah. I know we all like different types of music. So, like, trying to combine it to make, like, one sound that we're all, like, good with was 
that we was working on as and then we, we started. weren't ready to talk about boys yet so we were just so like <laughs> what else can we talk about because that's all people talk about boys we don't want to talk about that but now we're like we're getting much better at it so now we have uh, a little mini soundtrack from our glow party that we're going to be releasing soon and yeah. then after that we have our album that we actually our single ready that we will be promoting uh that's one of the songs on the new album too Okay, okay. So are you guys actually signed, signed independently, major, or what? Oh, we actually have our own label, so we're, like, signed to our label right yeah. now, Mako Girls ET. So that's the only label we're signed to. A lot of people always think that we're, like, signed to a major or something like that. No, we're still, we're in, independent. still independent, independent artists right now. They'd be like, oh, wow. Like don't put all that together. Yeah, like so absolutely, and that's um, it's a compliment, you know, it's a compliment. You never want to discredit being independent because you guys are so polished, like mainstream artists. There's so many people like, oh, I have a label, I have a record label, I have artists under me, and a lot of them don't even have PROs. Some of them don't even know what BMI, ASCAP, and CSEC is. Wow. It's so true and it's so shocking. A lot of them know about sound exchange and how to um, record your stuff to make sure you get your proper money and stuff encoded. A lot of artists I don't even know what any of this stuff is. I'm like, you can be independent. Right. But you gotta remember, it's still a business. And you can just be as successful as an artist on a major record label. It's all about having the proper team around you. Right. You know, the proper management, going through artist development, really polish yourself and taking what you do very serious outside of just writing, recording and performing. Right. Yeah. And that's what mom, she put us in this uh, academy, the 411 brand, and they teach us that as well. Like it wasn't there, like the craft part is cool, but you need to also know like how to, how to protect split sheet. Yeah. How to protect your own craft. Like mm -hmm. you want to be to do know all parts of the industry and not just being the creator because then you know you might miss out on something or things can happen behind your back that you don't know to, like um make your name like own your name so that no one can use it or take it like make it um your name you know there's a trademark trademark yeah mm -hmm. Absolutely. So my thing is the song Unstoppable. Is that a new single coming out? It's already been out. It's gonna be part of the new project coming out or what? That single um, just released, uh, I believe, last week. Because the process normally would take a week, but it actually took a lot longer, and we're not sure why. So we really like we put it up to release like at the end of May, and it's just mm -hmm. now out. So we actually was like waiting to see when it dropped. So I believe it dropped like last week for mm -hmm. us. That's the new single. It's just one of those songs that we worked on and we was ready to release it's not a part of the new project because this actually new project is going to be a Having whole, a whole di new different style. sound from what you guys have heard from us already so okay so um before we actually give the people a teaser of it talk me through the process uh in the last six or seven years of your growth as artists and songwriters especially at your age and what you've experienced and what you actually write about so the process oh okay so we've been through a lot of like different boot camps or a lot yeah. of different um artist development things okay. where we're learning like new techniques and learning why we should be you know working out or why to hold a mic a certain way mm -hmm. so beginning it was always like you have to have stamina to be able to um do these live shows that you're doing or even stamina mic placement and also learning the singing part, yeah. just learning that yeah. singing isn't really singing. singing. It's You're, like it's just talking. talking. So we've been like, oh, even the dancing. Oh uh, so bad. The say over the years, uh, we've our been prime playing. years of us dancing was about. Our, it was around our fourth annual carnival party, so like 2018 to 2020. Right now, it's like the best years of us dancing. But before we, we were like, because yeah, we it took us so long to learn. Um, some choreography and it would be simple when we first started so, so we're at it. <laughs> but now we've gotten so much better with learning choreography and trying to get it down because we've had times we had to get it down in like a day yeah so it's a lot easier to do that and then also the writing has gotten a lot better because we 
I will say we've experienced more. We like talk to different people to be able to write, and like cause we sometimes feel like we have a writer's block a lot because we don't really know what else to talk about. We feel like we're stuck in a box on what to pick. Like, well, we sung about like we, we talked sung about, about this already. Before. We talked about that. We don't want to like continue to be harping on like mm -hmm. our life industry because it's like it's kind of more to that mm -hmm. than just that. So we want to be able to like write about different things. And I think we've started to get better at that and like being able to, if it's not your life, like telling a story, like things like that, we've been able to get better. And, and even we, our writing process, when we first wrote our um, our first single, TTC, Turning Up the Crown, the whole, the whole summer. whole <laughs> summer. To, to write, write one, one song. <laughs> but now like we get uh, a rap and they're like, okay, you got to have it by like the end of the week. Or there was one song when we had wrote it in one day because we had to go to the studio the next day. They're like, all right. Find a beat, and you got to make this song in one day, and that's actually our going to the studio one. tomorrow. So, mm -hmm. yeah, so we've gotten a lot better. Like yeah. things just to practice over time, and sometimes mm -hmm. the fails it definitely made us a lot better performers and like just artists overall. Mm -hmm. Like people like helping us out with like writing and stuff. with the topic of just the music industry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what were some of the topics that you first started talking about being even younger? And then what are certain topics that you now talk about that you feel comfortable talking about? I like turning it up with our friends. The party don't nine o'clock. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no singing. Oh, bye, Felicia. Yeah, yeah like, oh, slay. Way better slay. Like, our songs are still bops, but like you know, some of the things is like just the like back then, you know, some stuff just gets we're talking outdated. about like self confidence, and then like okay, we're just gonna have fun. We're gonna party. We love parties. So yeah, that was before, and now it's like we want to like let people know like we're worldwide. We plan to take this everywhere. Like our song day one is letting people know like when we started, we knew what we wanted to be. And we're still working towards that and like nobody basically with that song and unstoppable is like nobody can stop us and yeah. um with this new music oh my god like it's just so much attitude like the swag is so, so different yes <laughs> so like boss vibe so we are so ready for that to like drop so people can hear okay so your demographic as um music artists is it more geared towards young female teenagers, all teenagers, or are you just making a body of work that everyone can just vibe to? Well, of course, well, we normally are like, we want it to be something everybody can like vibe to because we have friends or just us in general, like just different kind of music. There's no specific genre that we like stick to. And mm -hmm. I think like that for people and like, Normally, when we see our demographic, like looking at it, it's, it's mostly like kids or like high schoolers or like yeah, from high school and down. No. Yeah, and we also got like older people as well. Yeah, the older people love our music, and like the little ones, they they love anything. Like it's the best thing to see them. Okay, okay. Well, I think this is a perfect time for the ones who may have not heard your music as of yet, which means they're late. But we're gonna pick them up. Um, right. Get into Unstoppable. That sound good? Yes. <laughs> okay. Let's see here. <laughs> Ain't no stopping us, 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 ain't no stopping us,
Imagine I have to see you guys in person and perform these songs because I've seen stuff online and I can tell you guys entertainers, but it's nothing like seeing an artist in action. Right. You know? right. But um, I think you guys are so super dope. Like I said, I've been watching you guys for years, you know, <laughs> and I've always been admired and so impressed. I'm like, oh my god, I'm like a proud mama. These ain't even my kids. <laughs> Only because I appreciate artists that take what they do seriously, you know, yeah. and love what they do, but still don't forget that this is a business. And I'm like, you guys are just so blessed to really have the proper guidance around you guys, you know, the proper management, your parents really being there to see your dream come to life and be there with you along the way, because there's so many artists out here. They don't only get the chance to have that. They don't have the guidance. You know, they don't have anybody to look up to. And I'm not just talking about like teenage or young adults. That's just people trying to find their way through their craft in general at any age. You know, so as in my mind, I look at you guys as seasoned superstars, right? Has nothing <laughs> has nothing to do with age. It's all about the talent and what you bring to the table. Because music is timeless and music is ageless, in my opinion, right? So, yeah. as seasoned superstars, please give people <laughs> some motivation for the ones who feel like they need to give up or it's just not enough. At the end of the day, it's not a priority. I got to pay my bills. I have to work. Maybe my dream would never come true. Just words of encouragement just in case they have those down moments. I would say um, just continue to work hard at what you're wanting to do or who you're like trying to be. I would say don't ever like stop if this is something that you want to do. Things take time. It might not happen when you want it to happen, but it will definitely happen if you're still putting in work, if you're still like giving it your all like you wanted to in the beginning. Because mm -hmm. I know I look at people, I would say Mulatto was one person that I definitely look at. She started at a young age and now she's like, finally getting like the the i'm trying to the recognition she's been working so hard for it's been so many years so don't ever stop like it's gonna take time 
And especially if you're trying to be in it for the long run, it definitely will take time. So just it's keep going. Long don't long forget run. to um, don't forget what made you want to do it in the first place, and always go back to it to see what like lit that spark in you to do it. Because even like sometimes we will go back and, and just watch, watch, the, watch yeah. the documentary again and be like, yeah, I remember. Like I want to I want to keep doing this. Like this this is what I've been working for for six years. I ain't gonna <laughs> give up now. Right. <laughs> like for this, like this is what the a mindset that I always have. Like, even though, like, stuff don't really go my way, if I can't make it my way, I'll bend it to go my way. So, okay. (laughs) Something that's not going to be forced unless you're going to bend it and make it your own. So if you make it your own, if you know who you are, you know what you want, you want to go do it, do it. Go full force. Don't stop. Think of it as a challenge that you want to complete completely yeah i think for um also have fun with what you're doing yes if it feels like a job like it shouldn't feel like a job it should feel like something that you're just passionate about and you get to do it every day so mm-hmm. always like making sure that this is something that you want to do and that you love doing and if it's music in general like if it's music specifically like um it gets hard so just Keep pushing through it, like then I said. Go back to why you started. Yeah. Make sure you're having fun with it. Find the fun moments in it, and any mm-hmm. fun moments in it, and just you know work hard at it. Absolutely, absolutely. You guys are so dope. <laughs> no, you really are. And um, even though you've been doing this for six or seven years, um. What's the next step? What's next on the goal list? I know it's all the way up to Beyonce and then some, but where are you at right now? And what's next on the goal list? Selling arenas. (laughs) (laughs) Traveling. Yes. Because we've been getting a lot of people that come from Brazil, from Hawaii, from uh, France, from Russia, Jamaica. They're like, come come over here, come over here. We want to see y'all. It's like, I would say traveling is good. Yeah, traveling, also being at these award shows and being in front of these people that we want to be like in their circle, starting to put ourselves into those spaces. Yeah. And um, we want to like experience to tour life, whether it's like the 10 city tour, whether small it's like a small tour, we want to go through that and like see how that is and like meet new people, new fans, see new artists. So that's definitely what's next. Of course, yeah. new music, and we've been trying to expand. We call our fans Mako Maniacs because they go crazy for <laughs> and we go yeah. crazy for So we want to have more of Mako Maniacs and have them have merch because we've been working on merch. So we're just, yeah. like, expanding the whole brand overall mm-hmm. and just ourselves out there and being confident. And music being, videos, a whole lot. Yeah, so we're ready. <laughs> we're ready. So you guys haven't toured before? We toured, but it was like um, it was only for it was for the glow party. We did a glow party tour. We started our glow party tour, but we got to go to um Alabama, but we were able to get to those. We are still planning on different cities and stuff, but we haven't started yet. So that was our well, that was the start, but we want to continue. Yeah. So that was one of those things we're like ready, like okay. We have a show this weekend here, and the next weekend we have a show in this state. Like we're we ready take a for plane, that. Fly over here, go to that, like, mm-hmm. go to that area. Oh, okay. So it's like more like mini tours, but now yeah. like on the tour bus, city to city, city yeah. to state, right? <laughs> so have you ever performed overseas? Yes, yeah. we performed in London, Bahamas, and Jamaica. Jamaica. We oh. went. To Jamaica back to school event with um, Saffron Giving. Shout out to her. Yes, she has a great organization. We went there and we performed for kids in Jamaica. They loved it. And then um, in the Bahamas, it was for the school district with the writers of OBZ. She was doing a non-bullying campaign and we were a part of that. Um, So we went to the Bahamas to perform for them. And then our grandma has snuck us out to London. And she she was like, oh, you guys are going to perform. We was like, we thought we were going to hang out with family. family. Right. Meet everybody. No. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. It's time. Got your music. You got, got your mics. Mic. You got your mics. You got, we, we're going to get adapters. Don't worry about that. Just make sure. <laughs> Never fall for the family trap. There's always going to be that one person that's going to want you to perform. Like, hey, do you just have. Don't worry, baby. I'll just pull it up for you. It's right here on the screen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anywhere, grandma be like, "Oh, they do music. Oh, like sing something." Yeah, we're on vacation. 
I guess. Okay. Like, yeah, I was just trying to. I was just trying to relax, and then now I'm over here working. Like, come on. It would yeah. never be a vacation ever again until yeah. years from now, maybe. But right now, <laughs> it's not gonna work. <laughs> But I just want to say I appreciate you guys taking the time out to be on the um the T Quest show. It's long overdue because I've been in contact with your manager for years. I'm like, no, it ain't time yet. And yeah. I feel like right now is the perfect time. And like I stated to you guys um yesterday, I am a part of the worldwide fleet DJs, and we are all over the world. We even got DJs in Africa, China, Puerto Rico, everywhere. Okay. And um, I'm going to personally make sure I send the music to the CEO to make sure he sends it out to the whole entire team. We're going to get you in rotation on a lot of the radio stations, not just the main ones. Like they said, yes, we have 25 main ones, but then the other DJs have their own stations and their own shows. So we're going to keep you in rotation for sure. You know, (laughs) it's only right because you guys are what an artist should be. You know, very humble, very professional, you know, know how to conduct yourself, know how to entertain your crowd. But most importantly, you're true to yourselves. You know, you're not being fake and phony. You're not doing it for them. You do this for you first, you know, and you're professionals. And that stuff speaks so much value, especially in a conglomerate that I'm a part of, because we interview artists every day. We're on conference calls with artists every night. You can only imagine the music that we get in. The world <laughs> comes in. The interviews are like this. <sighs> oh <my God. laughs> but they don't see us. But if they yeah. only can see our faces when we talk to them on the phone, the only ones we do virtual mainly is like the celebrities. But mm-hmm. the other ones, I feel like the <laughs> Yeah, great. So um, and it shouldn't have to be like that. You know, it shouldn't have to be like this. This interview right now. It was effortless. I enjoyed it. I had fun. We already coming up on an hour. It doesn't even feel like it's even been that long. Right. This is the way it should be. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to say I appreciate you girls. And I'm going to give the get the information from your manager and then we're going to ship it out to the team. So don't be shocked if they all contact you. You know, we even got some of the DJs out there in Atlanta too that have a lot of stations that are probably already know of you, but just yeah. in case. I'm still going to reach out to them for sure. Any final words to your new future fans? <laughs> yes, you guys can um, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Mako Girls. You can go to our website and get your own Mako Girl, Mako Maniac merch uh, on our website, www.makogirls.com. You can check us out on YouTube on, at Official Mako Girls. So make sure you subscribe, hit the bell, and Mako Girls is spelled M A K O G I R L S. No, that's a K, not a C. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Quick hey. rundown. Let's go. Favorite colors? Purple. Uh, red. Black. <laughs> <laughs> I like blue, but that's like my ultimate favorite color. It's like a comfort color. Comfort color. Okay. Um, favorite food? Wendy's. Pizza. Okay. Favorite dessert? Favorite what? Dessert. Wait, what is it? Oh, dessert. dessert yeah. Ice cream. Strawberry shortcake. Ice cream. With I only like Publix cake. Only Publix cake. Yes. <laughs> Can you ladies cook? Yes. yes. What's your favorite me- meals to make? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right now, I used to like making breakfast, but ever since they start making me make breakfast every morning, I hate it. I'm I'm banned from the kitchen. I ban myself. I'm not making. I make dinner. I'm not a good breakfast person. I I usually pour back a pour a bowl of cereal for breakfast and some fruit. I right. make. I- for dinner, I do good for breakfast when I feel like cooking. Like if, yeah. if it's a day and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm ready to, like, to eat good, then like I make a whole meal for myself. And it's just like you got something else for my life. Now, now I got the fruits. I have like my starch. I have I have everything. I have my drink. And then after that, I have some tea afterwards. Like I'd be having a whole buffet for breakfast. Okay, so now you're on a world tour, right? It is time mm-hmm. to write your writer. What is on that writer? Oh, orange juice. Yes. Uh, yeah. One of my favorite juices of uh, water. water. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, fruit. Just put, just put like fruit. fruit in yeah. general. Uh, what else? Purple Skittles. The the purple bag. Take the red ones out. Oh, <laughs> separate. <laughs> Barbecue sunflower seeds. The uh, double bubble gum. <laughs> strawberry shortcake. A cake. Oh, fancy cake. cake. On your right? Yes, I have a cake. <laughs> I got some chips. Case you know, so I just Publix can't eat the mini cake birthday yet. cake. Just, just some chips. No so Publix just, cupcakes, the vanilla. What if they don't have a Publix? Okay, so in conclusion, the Mako Girls Rider is gonna be filled with all snacks and beverages, right? <laughs> Oh my god, that is too funny. But you guys start thinking about that because it's gonna be time for you guys to take your tour. But once again, thank you for tuning in to the T Quest show with the Mako girls. Remember to follow me on all social media platforms at T Quest GLM. Make sure you download the T Quest mobile app in your Google Play Store and your app store. Sign up for my mailing list on my website, gotta love me world.com. And if you need any of my services, especially my voice as a voiceover specialist, make sure you email me at tquestglm at gmail.com. Once again, it's a T-Quest show over and out. Remember to be you, say true, relatable, informative, yet entertaining for each and every one of you. <laughs>